Welcome to episode six of Guarding the Well podcast, where our aim is to help you have a healthy walk with Jesus. This is James. Hopefully you are doing well today. Hopefully life is treating you good. Um, and things are moving along. The kids are back in school. Uh, sports are back on TV. And uh, it is nice, a little bit of uh, normalcy, if you would, with all of that. Uh, but things are going well. Uh, life is moving really, really, really fast. I heard a couple years ago, the um, pastor, he said, the older you get, the faster life seems to go. He goes, when you're in your 20s, uh, life seems to be going about 20 miles an hour. When you're in your 30s, life seems to be going about 30 miles an hour. When you're in your 40s, life seems to be going about 40 miles an hour and continuing on and on and on. And at the time, I thought, no way is he right. And um, I have a birthday in just a few uh, weeks, about two, three weeks from now, uh, from when I'm recording this, I'm going to hit... Uh, the first digit in my age is going to change, and so kind of, kind of different, kind of different. But um, I want to take a little bit of a poll with you all uh, that are listening, uh, and you could uh, let us know on Facebook, uh, guarding the well on Facebook, what your thoughts are on this. Um, I'm just curious: Do you like pumpkin spice this time of year or not? Uh, it is fall, and uh, I do this with my church every year. I have a couple. Uh, people in the church that just love pumpkin spice, and so I'm always trying to find different things, gross things, that uh, have to do with pumpkin spice because pumpkin pie is okay, pumpkin spice coffee is okay, but they've gotten into a lot of gross things. Uh, Last year, I actually found a hot dog filled with pumpkin spice mix, uh, and then you put whipped cream on top of it, which... Ah, so gross, it shouldn't even be mentioned, but what is your favorite flavor that comes out during the fall season because i know there's usually like apples and cinnamons and you know pumpkin spice stuff are you a pumpkin spice person or not i'm just curious i may or may not use the results uh on a sunday morning with my church but uh you can connect with us there on facebook and as always if you could uh leave us a review on uh this podcast and even hopefully prayerfully just subscribe uh let you know when a new podcast is uh released and we try to do that uh once a week and so hopefully uh it is beneficial to you uh if it is, please let us know. would love to hear from you and how the Lord is working with you. And so, uh, as n- always, you're probably getting ready for a question. I try to ask questions, get people to think. Um, just how I, I, I work. But uh, let me ask you something. How are you? How are you? And I mean that. Like, how are you? That if you were just to take a deep breath like that, and answer the question, how are you, honestly, openly? What's going on in your life? Now, as you're thinking about that, in light of your answer that you just gave of how you are, let me throw a curveball at you. How much rest do you get? Yes, I said rest. You're wondering, why are you asking me how much rest I get? Because... Rest is an important aspect of our life in general, and our rest is also an important aspect of our walk with Jesus, and that's our aim. We want to try to help you to have a healthy walk with the Lord, and rest is part of it, and I know that might 
not sound right. It may not sound biblical, but I think it is true. I think there's a lot in Scripture that talks about us resting properly. I'm not talking about being lazy. Uh, lazy is a sin. I'm talking about just being having rest. Um, I haven't always been very good at this, and to be honest with you, uh, rest is one of the things that I struggle with. I, I'm a type of person that I don't like to rest. Um, I, I like to, uh, which could cause the problems of becoming lazy, and so I don't want to rest. I always feel like I have to be doing something. But when I was in college, I was a full-time college student, and I worked two jobs. I would normally work... Um, start work about three or four o'clock in the afternoon and work anywhere to um, two or five a.m. straight through. I would work one job until about 10 or 11. Uh, I would change really quick and go to my second job, which was a third shift job. I actually worked at an arena, uh, switching over for different events. And so I would start there at 10 or 11 o'clock at night and work anywhere until two, three, four, five a.m. I would go home. I would sleep, I'm not kidding, some days only a half hour uh, or maybe an hour, uh, hour and a half, thereabouts, and get up, drive a half hour to school, spend the whole day at school, come home, change, and go right back to work. Um, And it was like that for over a year. And actually what caused me to stop is I, I fell asleep driving my car on the highway. And I woke up and I was about 15 seconds thereabouts, maybe less of crashing into a mountain doing about 70, 75 miles an hour. And the Lord, uh, his hand was graciously upon me that day because my life really could have ended um, right then and there. Um, But he chose not to end my life then. And it was that wake up call that you know, I'm like, I have to get more than a half hour of sleep. But I still struggle with rest in, in my life. I'm one of those people, I like to be up late, but I also like to be up early. And um, so it, it's, rest is a hard thing for, for me. What about you? How do you rest? Do you get enough rest in your life? Because here's the thing, when we don't get enough rest, when you and I, we don't rest enough, and rest isn't just sleeping. Uh, Sleep is important. We have to make sure we're getting enough sleep, but just rest in general, whether that is watching a baseball game, whether it's playing a board game with your kids, whether it's taking a nap, whether it is uh, getting eight hours of sleep opposed to five hours of sleep, however that that looks for you and, and in your life, rest is really important because here's what rest does. And the Lord has really been bringing this to my mind over the last year or so, but rest affects us mentally. I don't know about you, but when I don't get enough rest, um, I struggle the next day mentally. And for me, you know, I'm always trying, having to come up with uh, different lessons, if you would, like sermons and Bible studies, things for uh, the podcast, uh, you know, books that I have uh, written, things along those lines. And I struggle mentally, not just with that, but the decisions that I have to make, Um, decisions that I have to make uh, with work, with, you know, the church, decisions I have to make with family life and everything along those lines. But rest also affects us emotionally. 
Let's be honest. When you don't get a good night's sleep, there's a very, very good chance that you're miserable the next day. Uh, we don't want to admit that, but if we're honest, that is true. If you don't believe me, just ask your spouse if you're married or your kids. Uh, if we don't sleep well, we're miserable the following day. One of my children are like that. They don't, if they don't get enough sleep, they, they are just miserable. But rest affects us physically. When we don't have enough rest, what happens to us physically? We don't feel like doing anything, and so we don't do anything. We're not as productive as we normally are. And rest even affects our spiritual life as well. That when we're losing out on rest it does impact the spiritual life that we have. Ever fall asleep praying or reading the scriptures? I have. And why do you fall asleep? Because you're tired. So how are you supposed to have uh, connect with the Lord in prayer and meeting with him in reading the scriptures and your mind is just wandering because you're so tired? Or you just fall asleep. I remember the first time I tried to read through the book of Jeremiah, I tried doing it through osmosis. I would fall asleep and my head would be on the Bible, the open Bible, um, because I was just so tired. I couldn't read. I couldn't mentally connect with the Lord because physically I was tired and that impacted my spiritual life. And so your rest, the amount of rest that you're getting in your daily life impacts your whole life, including your spiritual life. And I think God shows this to us in a lot of different areas in Scripture, but one of the main ways I think God shows to us that rest is important for us is in the Sabbath. Now, the Sabbath day is a lot more than just rest. Uh, I'll give that to you. We're not going to get into all of that today. Uh, but part of the Sabbath day is for us to rest, because that's what God used it, the, when God rested from creation. That doesn't mean he stopped doing everything, but he rested from creation. And we see that as, a, as an example, if you would, a template for the nation of Israel, that they were to work six days, and then on the seventh day, they were to rest. And they were to spend time with the Lord and have that day set apart for rest and restoration of just with their body and with uh, their relationship with the Lord. But we are to rest. We need to be resting in our lives. We see it throughout the scriptures. And I've, with Jesus, it, it amazes me that Jesus would get up early in the morning and he'd go out and spend time with the Father. And I think part of that was to connect with the Father, absolutely. But I think part of that was just him resting, of just resting in the Lord. It helped to rejuvenate him. That was part of him resting. And so it is important for you and I to rest. And here's why. You and I, we live in a world that is always on. The lights are always on. The street lights are on. The car lights are on at night. Our phones are on all the time. All the time. We are in a culture that is always on. I remember growing up in the 80s, New York City was always called the town that doesn't sleep. Um, well, guess what? Now it's not just one town or one city. It's the whole world. The whole world is always, always up and awake and doing things. We live in a culture that doesn't want you to get rest. It doesn't give you an opportunity to get rest. Some of you, because of COVID, are working from home, and what your work schedule looks like now, it doesn't 
mirror what it used to be. Maybe you were able to work nine to five or seven to three or whatever the case would be. But now that you're working at home, you'll work two hours here and then two hours there and two hours, and you always feel like you're on. You, you never have a separation or a break, if you will. Well, the problem with us living in a culture, a world that is always on, always connected, is that you and I were not created to always be on. We're not created to always be connected. We need a break. We need rest. And so I want to encourage you today, this week, is look into and try to start getting some better rest in your life. Look at your sleep patterns. Look at the way your schedule goes. Look at how your uh working. And it's not always your time off. Time off doesn't always give us rest. I know there's been many times in my life where I've gone on vacation and I don't know if you ever used the saying, I need a vacation from my vacation because we didn't find any rest in our vacation. And I heard uh, a couple months back from an author, he said, it's not so much that our, our time off doesn't give us rest. He goes, the problem is our time on. And it's how we're working. It's how our daily schedule is set up. That it's just not good. It's not productive. It's not healthy. Because we don't have that break. We don't have that separation. And so here's my encouragement for you this week. Here's what I would encourage you to do to help your walk with the Lord this week. Ready? Take a nap. Take a nap. Now, make sure you have someone there to watch your kids or something along those lines, but take a nap. Get some rest. And ready? Don't feel guilty about it. Now, I'm not saying for you to be lazy. I'm not saying for you not to do the things that you have to do because, let's face it, we all have those things that we have to get done, right? I have to make sure my kids are fed, right? It's just one of those things. I'm not saying to neglect those things. But I am saying, try to get to a point where you could rest, however that looks like for you, because people rest differently. Take a nap if you need to. And however rest looks for you, don't feel guilty about it. A couple years ago, I was reading a book, and uh, in the book, the author says, picture yourself as a battery, and everybody plugged into you. Because eventually, if you don't recharge yourself, you're not going to have anything to give to anybody else. And that was important to me. In order for us to take care of other people, in order for us to be productive at work and to be there for our kids and to uh, live our lives out for Jesus, we have to have the energy to do all those things. And so we have to take care of ourselves so that we could do what God is asking us to do in our lives. And so don't feel guilty about resting. If you're being lazy, please understand the Scripture calls that a sin, and you need to repent of that. But get some rest. Let me give you a couple quick helpful things with that. Turn the electronics off before bed. What I mean by that is maybe an hour, hour and a half, two hours before you're going to go to bed, don't pick up the phone. Don't pick up the iPad. Right? If you can, turn the TV off. The reason being is all the lights and the colors in uh, the screens, they play with your mind. 
And a lot of times it makes your eyes and your mind feel like it's daylight. And that could be a reason why you're unable to fall asleep is because you have your phone open until the moment you go to close your eyes and go to bed and your mind is going, nah, not ready for sleep. So turn the electronics off. And, and parents, that would be a great thing to do with your kids and your teenagers as well uh, to get them to turn those things off and not to be opening them so close to bed. Um, maybe if you have a hard time sleeping, listen to something. Maybe listen to a podcast. Uh, I've always been told I'm good at pe- putting people to sleep. I think it's a spiritual gift for all pastors. Um, but listen to something. I struggle going to sleep on Sunday evenings. I always have since I became a pastor. And so what I do every Sunday is I lay in bed and I listen uh, to a podcast or I listen to a sermon that is preached by uh, someone. And it helps me to kind of just turn my mind off, if you can relate to that, and kind of be able just to rest and separate myself from the day and help me fall asleep a lot easier. And so maybe you can do that. Don't look at this a screen, but just listen. Uh, here's one for you, a normal sleep pattern. What I mean by that is go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time. Um, try to get the needed amount of sleep that you need. Uh, I know someone, uh, they only needed four hours of sleep and that's just how their body worked, and they are ready to go. I had no idea where they got the energy. But have a normal sleep pattern. Don't go to bed at midnight one night and 9 o'clock the next night and then 11 the next night. No, try to get a normal sleep pattern so that your body gets into a rhythm of going to sleep at one time, waking up at another time, and in that you'll start to get a little bit more rest. You'll rest better. You'll start to sleep better, a little bit more deep sleep. Um, and then find ways to deal with the, the stress and the, the pressures uh, that you're going through every day because so often it's those stress and those worries and those pressures that we're dealing with that keep us awake at night or they'll keep us on when we're just trying to rest, whether maybe it's a board game with the, the kids and we're just trying to connect with them and rest and enjoy and laugh. But in our minds, uh, we're just filled with the pressures of work or the decisions that you and your spouse have to make on something, whatever the case may be. And so try to um, deal with and work through those things that are causing stress and worry in your life because that'll help you rest more. And so how is your rest? I know it's a little bit different through a little bit of a curveball at you today, but how's your rest? What can you do in your life right now this week to help you rest a little bit better? so that you have more energy, that you're more alert mentally, that your emotions are not so much on a roller coaster. Because as you rest better, it enables you to worship and serve the Lord better and more frequently with your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. So hopefully that gives you something to think about. Let me pray for you. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Connect with us on uh, Facebook. Uh, Father God, we thank you for today. And Lord, rest is something that so often we feel guilty about. Father, I pray that you'd help us to learn to rest better in you, but just in our own lives so that we could be ready mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, to serve you in the ways that you call us to. 
Father, help us to not be guilty about recharging our batteries so that we could be ready for service. But Father, I pray that you give us a wisdom and discernment so that rest does not turn into laziness. Pray that you'd move and that you'd work in our lives. We give this to you. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Great to have you with us today. Hopefully, uh, we'll hear from you soon, and you take care.